Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Remarkably Us, the podcast. I'm your host, Shelly Roan, sober gal living in Southern California, navigating the ins and outs of life. After what we'll call the great breakdown of 2019, I've been journeying through self-discovery, sobriety, trauma, divorce, relationships, all of the above. In this podcast, I'll have solo episodes where I talk about my life, the things that I am dealing with, have dealt with, and all the tools I've collected in maintaining a consistent environment for self-growth, love, and discovery. We'll also hear from others who are breaking barriers and climbing incredibly tough mountains. Get ready to get inspired and motivated to laugh and to cry, but most importantly, to love a little. Let's jump right into it. Today, I have a very special guest, Magda. Magda is a motivational speaker, Reiki healer. Am I saying, did I say it? Reiki, God damn it. I knew I was going to do it. Reiki healer and my friend. She's actually the friend I met on Bumble BFF. And I'm so glad that we met. We have so much in common and really just have such an amazing time together. I know I've talked in the past about how difficult it is to meet friends when you get old. When you get older, people underestimate how easy it is to make friends when you're in high school and you're younger, you meet them through work. But when you get rid of all of that, it's tough to meet people who are like-minded, who you can actually really connect with. So today we're going to be chatting about manifesting chakras, energies, and healing. I'm really excited to have this conversation because... This one is an area that's new for me. It's really only one that the last few years since I stopped drinking that I kind of stepped into this world. And it's just been such a spiritual journey for me. So before we dive into it, um, I want to ask you if you could tell everyone kind of like your, your story, like what's led you to being here, sitting right here with me in my apartment <laughs> on this couch <laughs> right now. Well, we start from the very beginning. We're never, never going to Right? In July of 19. <laughs> uh, well, I've been through a lot of trauma, which um, I'm very grateful for. Mm-hmm. I haven't taken anything back from being a child of uh, witnessing my parents getting killed mm. to being in the system to being raised by my dad's parents, um, being very fortunate to be around my family, growing up with my brothers, um, but still going through a lot of trauma through the upbringing and, um, ultimately turning 18, thinking I'm an adult and knowing of course, everything as we do and ruining my life. <laughs> God, <are> we- yeah. <laughs> about it instead of actually oh. sitting in my feelings and trying to figure out what I have to do to actually figure, figure out who I am, Mm -hmm. what I want, what my purpose is in life. And, um, it took me 26 years to get to that point. Um, it, a failed marriage is what got me there. Same girl, same, but, uh, the worst and best relationship that I could have ever gone through because it it brought me to my spiritual awakening. Mm. Um, eventually I got Reiki done to my, uh, well, I had someone do Reiki on me when I was, this was two years ago. So I'm 29 now, 27. 
Um, my brother actually is very spiritual. My oldest brother, he's also my father figure. Mm-hmm. And he introduced me to a Reiki healer who was not just any Reiki healer. She's also a medium. Oh, wow. So that changed my perspective of spirituality in general yeah. significantly. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Um, but uh, so when I got Reiki done by her, I had this epiphany of me needing to change my life mm. and doing and um, just put my life in perspective as in, in, in the sense of realizing that I'm literally doing the same thing every single day and everything I'm doing is not making me a better person. Right. I'm just being stagnant. So I decided to really focus on doing things that was going to make me the person I was meant to be on this earth. Mm. So I started reading a lot. Um, I started reading a lot, doing a lot of self-healing. This was all, um, no one ever told me, oh, you should work on yourself. You should do this. You should do that. The Reiki healer told me a lot of stuff, but she never pushed it on me. She just always told me, you know, the day that you decide Mm. to heal yourself, if you have any questions, you can always reach out to me. I still talk to her to this day. I, I consider her one of my mentors. We don't talk as often as we used to, um, but we, I do definitely reach out to her. She'll reach out to me randomly and um, it's a great relationship. So I started healing myself through self-healing books and um, I tried everything you could think of. I did journaling. I did um, tapping, which was very interesting way of healing. Are we talking tapping like tap dance? Because <laughs> that's literally what came into my mind. You said tapping and I'm picturing you in like black tap shoes. It's energy tapping. So what you do is there's different areas in your body. You know, you have pressure points. Yeah. And if you tap, um, you can work on healing certain aspects of your life. Interesting. So I read this book. I don't even remember what the author's name is and I feel terrible, but it's, we can find it's it. called How Do You Heal Yourself? how to heal yourself. Mm. And she, she was literally diagnosed with everything under the sun. And one of the major things that she had wrong with her was very rare that pretty much they just told her, you just, you know, you could either stay here, take all this medication, we can help you, or you can just pretty much go home and die. And we'll just give you medications to Mm. comfort you. Um, She refused to live her life. Like she, I'm I'm just going to die. So she started doing a lot of researching, a lot of reading herself and trying all these different ways of how to heal herself. So she put all those ways in a book because ultimately she ended up healing herself completely where she went back to the doctors. She was completely a hundred percent healed and they have no idea how it was all natural. Yeah. Everything she did worked for her. Right. So that book changed my life. And I did use a lot of those practices, um, to help myself. And every now and then I would still dabble in partying. Mm -hmm. I would, but I was conscious enough to the point where I knew when I was falling off and I would get myself back into the space Mm -hmm. of working on myself again. Yeah. So it was on and off. Um, it was inconsistent, but, um, that was the beginning of that. Then I started, I don't know what it was, but I just kept reading a lot of law of attraction books and, um, manifestation Mm -hmm. books. And, but I kept getting called to healing. I would always pray. And I would always ask like, what's my purpose. Mm. I would even cry out of frustration to my brother and be like, 
I'm tired of working my job. I work yes. I'm tired of having the same freaking schedule, working for someone who doesn't appreciate me and busting my ass off for this job that can replace me. That's with- really big. It's something that I, I mean, I just, I definitely have been thinking about so much in the last few years is like, what is my biggest purpose here? And to make sure that whatever I'm doing is, is aligned with that. That's hard to find. And I also right? think it, it changes yes. as you grow as a person, mm-hmm. your perspective changes, your goals may change, your purpose may change. Yeah. That's what makes it even harder because once you become very spiritually connected to yourself and you find who you are, the self-love and self-growth never stops. Mm-hmm. So everything is constantly changing, but for the better. Yeah. Um, so with that, I ended up just, I felt like I kept being called to healing. So one day I literally like, it just hit me. I was just like, something keeps telling me that I need to do healing. I reached out to my Reiki mentor. Right. And she told me, there's a reason why you're constantly being called to do this. And she told me you should look into training and I can certify you because I'm a Reiki master. So I did that. I, I looked into Reiki healing and I found my Reiki teacher um, who is amazing. I, I, I love her. She's very, very inspirational. Um, and she actually ended up, uh, giving me the certification of being a Reiki healer. I, ended up, I didn't go back. Right. To okay. Can we pause? Cause I, I don't know my knowledge on this is minimal because for me, this, I mean, I literally only ever started thinking about, you know, really you know, what my, my specific energy kind of how that changes, you know, how I live my life and, and just the fact that I even have energy at all and kind of tapping into that. And so that's new for me as well, but Reiki, why do I want to say Reiki? I want to say Reiki more than (laughs) Reiki is, I don't really know a lot about it. So can you kind of describe to me, like, what is Reiki healing? So Reiki is energy. Okay. So we, it's energy healing. We, as humans, we are all, our body is made out of energy. So we have a bunch of circular vortexes in our body that are filled with energy, but we have seven major circular vortexes. Oh, those are chakras. And those are our chakras. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So, and each one of those are go all the way down to your all the way down your spine, from the top of your head all the way down to your tailbone. Um, depending on if your chakras, if your energy is off or not, you can have physical effects as well as emotional effects, mm-hmm. which is where, you know, people like the, the best way this, my teacher told me this and it's the best example that I could ever think of. So Kanye West, um, he has, uh, he's, his third eye chakra is too open. So when you start, um, being in touch with your spiritual self and you start working on your energy, you always have to make sure you are grounded. What grounded means is you have to make sure you are one with the universe. Mm. The way to be grounded is to be one with nature. So like 
having the my favorite thing to do when I'm grounding is I love being barefoot on the dirt. Oh my gosh, I have a friend and I know she'll listen to this. Kelsey uh, uh, back in Montana is when she needs to feel like back exactly ground herself, she'll like walk in her grass barefoot and like put her hands in dirt. That's the best way to yeah. yourself. And I was always like, what in the actual fuck yeah, is this it. girl doing? But now I'm starting, I'm not a huge fan of dirt, but I'm starting to get like, okay, I'm on, I can Neither go in some grass. Yeah. yeah. Neither am I, but I, anytime I feel off, I do this once a week. I ground myself once a week, at least sometimes I do it a lot more, but um, it doesn't like I'll either, it just depends where I'm yeah. at. I could do it at the park. I'll just, I'll be in the grass. I love the beach sand. So that's where I usually try to ground myself mm. by the ocean. Because I'm, I'm also a water baby. I'm a cancer. So mm-hmm. I love being near the ocean. So that's my favorite place to ground myself. Um, but yeah, that was a complete tangent. Well, not really. Okay, right. What did I... I oh, so describing describing Reiki healing. Yes. Kanye West. So whenever... When you are grounded, that helps with your chakras being aligned. Okay. So someone who has a chakra imbalance, like Kanye West, who has a really open third eye chakra, he sounds crazy to people yeah for sure it is not that this man is crazy he's not crazy he's just not he's too woke he's too open that he sounds crazy to other people but it's because he's not grounded okay so it's almost like he can't formulate these things in a way that really actually makes sense he can't put things into words to where 3d people can understand Mm. people in the 5d people who are connected to their higher selves like healers or just people who are spiritually awakened, mm-hmm. they understand him and we do not think he is crazy. But people who are not on that level, that's where they think, oh, he's bipolar or, oh, he has a personality disorder, mm-hmm. whatever is going on, you know? But no, yeah. that's not the case. This man is very well, perfectly fine. Yeah. He just needs to be grounded. So Interesting. That's one of the examples. Uh, physical example, like for me, this is probably TMI, but I'm going to say it nope. on here. This is, there is no T. I have said far worse <laughs> shit on this podcast for sure. So when um, I was going through everything that I was going through with my divorce mm. and my heartbreak and just partying and drinking it away. Yeah. Um, I had a, I constantly had yeast infections mm. constantly. And I couldn't figure out why, because I wasn't having sex. Or if I did happen to have sex, it would fuck me up so bad. Oh, God. And my yeast infection would get so, so bad to the point where I had to go to doctors and take medicine for it. So that is a perfect example of a chakra imbalance. Which one is that? So that would be your sacral chakra. Which which is? is, It's your second chakra. Okay. So it's right under your navel. Okay. Um, This one is your sexuality it's, it's your, it's mainly your sacral because it's your sexuality being secure with yourself. Um, but it also correlates, it, it gets connected to your root chakra, which your root chakra is your base. If your root chakra is off at any point, mm. everything else is off. And your base was thrown off because you had just gotten divorced. I, you were I kind of, cheated on. yes, I was insecure. Mm. So insecurity, I had no self-worth. Um, it, so it messed up my sexuality portion of you know, like big time yeah. to the point where I was having physical effects ever since I worked on myself and I healed myself. I have not had that problem. Wow. And 
that's just one of many examples. Yeah. So how would you, when you say you worked on yourself and healed yourself? Cause I, I mean, my, like this platform and, and this podcast is really just kind of me explaining like how I have and am attempting to heal myself basically from all of my, you know, traumas in my childhood. And then, you know, all of right insecurities and self-doubt and my, my upbringing, divorce, relationships, all of these issues, right. It's how am I, am I healing myself? So when you say that this, you know, you kind of, this cleared up for you and you were able to, you know, stop having yeast infections, you were grounded. How did you heal yourself? Was that through like self-work, uh, reading, doing, or is there like an actual, cause girl, when I think of, did I'm going to say it wrong again, Reiki, Reiki. Reiki. <laughs> when I think of Reiki healing, I think of like someone like is a room and, um, I just had a friend that went to, to one and she had like a crystal and she moved the crystal like over her body. So is this like a mixture of these things? So you did actual Reiki healing like that. And then through like reading and writing. And so for me, I, did a lot of things to mm-hmm. heal myself. Everybody's healing journey is completely different. The time is also very different. For me, it literally took me two years for me mm. to feel a hundred percent okay. I've been divorced for three years now. So it wasn't, even though I started my healing journey two years ago, right? I didn't fully feel healed until a year ago. Yeah. And um, so with me, I, I was a lot of journaling, a mm-hmm. lot of shadow work so much shadow work because I, I had, I held a lot of grudges Mm. towards people who hurt me and the way that I healed and I forgave these people was anytime I would think of any, anything that would just trigger me in any kind of way. Like if I thought of someone and I felt this gut feeling, I would sit in my feelings and be like, okay, why, why do they have that effect on me? Why do I feel like this? And I would journal that. Mm. I would read a lot. Um, which would help me with my self-worth, my self-love. Uh, I think one of the biggest impacts and the biggest life-changing things that I did was every morning when I would wake up, I would listen to a motivational speech. I still do till this day, mm. every morning. Reason being is because the first 20 minutes of you being awake, that's when your subconscious absorbs the most information. Interesting. So since I knew that fact. Right. I would purposely listen to motivational videos every single morning. And I made it a habit. Yeah. And it changed. I love that. I know. I definitely, I've done that. I'm a huge podcast listener. I listen to lots of different podcasts. So, um, I know that when I go through periods of time, when I feel the most inspired and the most, um, motivated is when I'm either listening to specific podcasts. Like, you know, as soon as I wake up, I'll put it on, you know, before and after I, you know, I work out. Um, and then while I get ready or a motivational speech, I don't listen to those as much. And I feel like I should get more into them because the podcasts that I find most inspiration from are like leadership podcasts, right? They're ones that are like, um, just anything about leadership. So I feel like I definitely could benefit from instilling that an actual motivational speech every morning 
as soon as I wake up, right? Because I wake up and I drink some water. I look at my dog. I'm like, fuck, I got to take you out. I'll drink some coffee. Maybe I'll scroll on Instagram. <laughs> you know, I'm outing myself because I'm like, I have this amazing morning routine. But I do, I do have, I have a, a morning routine. I get up and make sure I drink lots of water. As soon as I wake up, um, I take my dog out. I have some coffee. I look at my schedule for the day, but then like, I will definitely throughout that be on Instagram and Facebook and checking my messages. And then I'll like do some meditation and, or, you know, and work out or go for a run or something like that. But there is for sure that time first thing in the morning where I'm on Instagram well, you or know TikTok. What? Since we're talking about your self-healing journey, you doing this. Let me tell you another thing that I did when I was healing. I had no social media. God damn it. You and know the what? Reason why, <laughs> the reason why I did that was because subconsciously yes. I was comparing myself to other people. Yep. Not that I envy them or anything, but I would see people and I'm like, dang, their relationship looks so good. Mine didn't work out. Or dang, that girl looks so good. She looks so happy. I'm not happy. Yeah. Little things like that. I wouldn't purposely do things and I didn't have any malicious intent behind me thinking a certain way yeah. to other people, but it really did affect me. Like right now that I don't have my social media, mm-hmm. anytime I feel like I am ascending spiritually, I step away from social media mm. and true growth comes from that. So I definitely encourage you to step away at least a little bit, or at least just try to let me yourself. Yeah. Um, like for me right now, I'm addicted to TikTok. Oh, I don't have, I think everyone I'm guaranteed if you're listening to this and you're not addicted to TikTok, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> Yes. Take my time, but I've I've gotten to this. I've definitely grown spiritually to the point where I don't even watch TV. And people who know me, yeah, I'm addicted to Netflix. Yeah, like I if I watch a show, I I did this last week, and I hadn't done this in fucking forever. Right. But if I watch a show, I will binge watch the shit of it until I finish. I can finish it one to two days. Yeah. I just did this last week and I hadn't done that in forever. Right. But you know what? Being spiritually awakened. Sometimes it, and honestly, and I, I definitely, that's through this journey I've been, I can, and have always been really hard on myself of like, you need to get this done, get this done, get this done. And now that I am just starting to feel right, like I'm coming into myself and, you know, I feel like I have to live up to that. Right. Like, I spent the last two years putting in all of this like crazy work on myself, two and a half years. And so I have to live up to that. So I can't fucking watch Netflix for a whole day, but I have to remind myself, like you have, we also have to rest. We cannot consistent. I can't be writing in my fucking journal (laughs) 24 seven. Right. Yeah. So let yourself binge. Yeah. No, I do it. I do it. No, but I was bad. (laughs) Was it too hot to handle? I did that too. Yes. Um, but no, I literally would binge watch almost almost every day. Oh, like the next day I would wake up with my brother. Yes. Like, hey, I need you to do this. I work for my brother, by the way. And he would call me and tell me, Hey, I need you to do this or I needed to do that. And I'd be like, Oh, I'm sorry, I was sleeping, I was so tired. Be like, why would you do last night? You know, like (laughs) you work for me. Like, what the heck were you doing? Right. And I'd be like, Oh, I was binge watching the show till two in the morning or till three in the morning. Yes embarrassing me enough I've uh-huh. gone four in the morning mm-hmm. um so I completely but yeah like I said I've been ascending spiritually so I completely cut off 
cut all of it out. And yeah. Investing my time in reading or learning a new song on the guitar, just literally doing things that make me happy and also doing things that make me uncomfortable because growth comes from being uncomfortable. Oh, 100%. I, and I, looking back, I, I definitely have, I mean, I picked my shit up and, and moved to California. I didn't know anybody. And this journey, I, I mean, obviously I don't know where I would be if I hadn't moved to California, but I know that I wouldn't be no, I wouldn't be anywhere near the person that I am today if I hadn't have done that. And yeah, absolutely. But stepping outside of your comfort zone is really fucking hard. It is so hard. 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 I get so comfy in my little apartment with my dog doing the same things. Like, you know, I'm just going to wake up and read and then run and work and go to bed. And, but life one, exactly. You don't grow if you don't push yourself, if you don't do things that make your, that make you uncomfortable. Also what people don't understand is you need to be uncomfortable so you can actually figure out who you are. Yeah. So like for me, my biggest fear growing up from trauma, I I hated being alone. Mm. It was one of my biggest fears because of the way I lost my parents. Right. um, I just always had this fear of abandonment. So even as an adult, even being 21, I could not go to 7-Eleven by myself. I would always have to have someone come with me, mm. whoever the heck it was. I would even ask my little niece sometimes, like, oh, let's go to the store. I would make her come with me just because I couldn't do little things like that by myself. It wasn't until this divorce happened and I literally had to push myself to become me and find myself. And I took a trip to San Francisco, did things I would have never done. I was right. shitless. I got an Airbnb. I rented a room from some lady's house. Yeah. Which she was the best freaking person ever. Every morning she would tell me, do you like coffee? Yeah. She would have coffee and breakfast ready for me in the morning. So sweet. Yeah, I loved her. I went to museums by myself. I went to a club by myself. I did so much by myself. And it was scary as heck, but it was the best fucking experience of my life. And ever since then, I have not been the same. Wow. Yeah. I found myself after that day. I found Magda. Oh my God. Yeah. So I always tell everybody when I, I say this all the time, especially when I had my Instagram and I always do motivational mm-hmm. speeches on there. I would always tell people do things that scare you. Yeah. You never know if you're going to like it. Exactly. You might discover your yeah. purpose doing something that scares you. Yeah. That like uncomfortable feeling when you're like about ready to do something. It's like the, it's like a pit in your stomach. Yeah. Your stomach kind of falls. I have such a fear of public speaking, which is bizarre because I, I know girl, I'm like, but I, I have to give, I mean, before COVID I had to give quite a few presentations at, you know, at my, uh, at my job and, and, um, and then in school, when I was getting my bachelor's, I had to, and I, that's one thing that moving forward, I need to push myself to do more because I know that I'll grow so much as a person if I kind of like conquer that. Right. But girl, it is that my, I sweat. I mean, sweat. Like you can see the so beads dropping. You can see the beads <laughs> dropping from my face. I'm like, I'm shaky. I'm nervous. But it's different because when I, if I'm just like the center of attention somewhere, I'm fine. That's different. Or if I like put myself up somewhere, 
but there's something about like standing up in front of a crowd and everyone is like sitting and everyone's looking at me and I have to present. I freak the fuck That's me. out. I'm the complete opposite, but I know it's because, so growing up, I used to sing. Mm. And so my grandparents, like they would put me in like little singing competitions or at every family party, they would always make me sing. Oh my gosh. So, and then growing up, I did dance. So I was always in front of a big crowd. I actually used to get, like, I get very nervous when people tell me to sing and there's only like six people in the room. I can't do that. It has to be like the more. Oh, yeah. A lot of people, I feel completely comfortable because I don't have to focus on just certain people. You know, there's people I can literally just lose myself on stage. Yeah. They're being a small group and I can individually see these people and it's a completely different I don't know. It's weird. Oh my me. gosh. But I'm super comfortable. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm not. People are probably like, damn, this bitch don't shut up. Right. I'm always talking. <laughs> I'm not. I turn into a clammy mess when I have to get up in front of people. Um, okay, where do I I want to make sure I touch on the couple of things that I wanted to let's see. So we got we got into, you know, why I don't know, I'm gonna say it again. Reiki. Yeah. Reiki. Yes. I have to think of a I gotta think of a rake like an actual yes, rake. Yes. Um, I want to, I want to ask what you would tell people to do to manifest the things that they want. I know for me, this is something that is, I think is new. And the more that I look back on my life, the more I realize, like I spoke these things into existence. Like I have always wanted to kind of have the job that I do. I mean, from a really young age, I, when I pictured myself in a job and this isn't the job that I'll have for the rest of my life, but like this kind of role, like this leadership role that I'm in and the things that I do and, um, just like leading all of these kind of different, you know, these different people in these different departments. And, um, I always, pictured myself in this role when I was younger. And so it was the other day I was like, Oh shit. When I was a little girl. Like I, I pictured myself doing this yeah. and now, you know, and here I am just little things that I have. Um, but I think it's still difficult for me to kind of like, how do you, I want to like live this certain life, right? I want to have these things in the future. How do I manifest them like how do I bring you know do I write them I'm so happy that you're giving me this platform to say this because (laughs) I always wish I had someone that can literally teach me these things and guide me because everything I know is self-taught yeah but I it's all through reading and watching videos and stuff but as I've been practicing this stuff I learned what works and what doesn't Mm. what people don't understand is we are so powerful we are energy So the law of attraction ultimately is the law of vibration. We have to vibrate with the frequency of whatever we're trying to manifest. Right. The biggest mistake people make when manifesting is they have doubt in whatever they're trying to manifest. So like a lot of people that 99% of the people probably manifest trying to be wealthy or financially prosperous. Mm -hmm. The biggest mistake they make is when they're manifesting this, there's a doubt in their mind or they're worrying about mm. money, which automatically cuts off the manifestation. When you are manifesting something, you have to be at the frequency of that 
So you have to believe you are already there. Mm. So when you are manifesting, the best way to do it is I always write stuff down. That's already putting okay. it into existence into the universe. Yeah. Once you write whatever you are trying to manifest, again, you have to manifest in the sense that you already have it. Right. So like you'll say, I am abundant. Mm. After you write it down, you say it out loud. After you say it out loud, you feel what abundance feels like. Mm. Imagine you already being abundant. What does it feel like? That's putting you in vibration with that frequency and it puts it out into the world, into the universe. Okay. That's exactly yeah. how. So if I were to tell myself like, oh my God, I want to be rich. I, I'm, I, I am wealthy. Okay. Right. I'm wealthy. And then I'll be, I am wealthy. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking about all these bills I have to pay. And I, oh. I need to pay that. I'm not saying it, but just because I'm thinking mm. it, we are energy. That energy is going out to the universe. So it's automatically blocking that manifestation and it's going nowhere. Right. No, that makes sense. And I've done that in the last couple of years. Um, you know, I've done definitely done, like I have a vision board or what, what would yeah. it be a, a vision board? And, you know, all of my things are, I ams and, you know, um, I do, I write, um, what I'm grateful for every morning. And I kind of also tie in, like, I am so like, real quick, just because a huge part of manifestation is gratitude. Okay. See girl, I'm fucking you here. Cannot, I am. You cannot <laughs> receive without being grateful to the universe. For yeah. That. Right. So, and I, yeah, just a lot of the things that I've, you know, listened to and read over the last couple of years is totally that. And this is super new. I haven't, I started my gratitude practice a couple of years ago, my after the great, my great breakdown of 2019. Um, and that was really, it was now it's something that I totally know when I'm not doing it. Cause I feel off yeah. if I, you know, but every morning I have this little uh, journal that a friend got me that has, um, it's like a five-year journal. And so, um, it's like, there's like a couple lines for each day of the month and then it'll go like five years on each page. And that's my goal is to use that for the next five years and every day write something I'm grateful for. Cause I'd like being able to go back through and like, look at what I was grateful for last month, because sometimes I forget, you know, like I forget and, and I'll do things that are so small. Mika, my dog is something that I'm most often grateful for because <laughs> I'm like sitting here writing in the morning and usually looking at her sleeping in her bed. And I'm like, I'm grateful for Mika. <laughs> yeah. Prayer thing every morning. Well, I'm with a little bit. I, I have additions every time. Yeah. But I have the same. My, as soon as I wake up, I always say thank you. I always say thank you. For letting me wake up another day. That's always yeah. the first thing I say when I wake up. You know, Oprah, I was listening to a motivational speech of hers, or maybe it's just, it was her talk and everything that she talked about I is motivational. Oprah, my gosh. <laughs> and she was talking about, uh, most recently she was, uh, she stepped out. Okay. Well, I don't want to say most recently, cause I don't remember when this was recorded, but I listened to it recently. So we'll say recently <laughs> she stepped out onto her, um, her a balcony of her, her penthouse, right. That's In the middle of the, yes. <laughs> so I'm picturing these like huge doors swinging open to this like porch that's bigger than my apartment, you know? And um, she was kind of like woken up at like three or 4am or something like that and was called like to wake up. 
And she'd said she'd always been connected to the moon and to like nighttime. And so she went out onto her balcony and she was in, I think it was New York and she, the moon was, was full and she could see the moon like directly, you know, and it was just like casting this light over all of the buildings. And she just like stood there and, and was just crying, you know, and was so grateful for being able to be there, like in that moment with the moon. And she said that it was like around that time, right then that she is thankful every morning she wakes up that she woke up. And she says that and thinks that every single morning, like, thank you for letting me wake up today. Like, this is not, you know, see for me that, that gratitude saying did not come from my healing process that actually came from Mm. going to over 20 funerals in my lifetime and not including my parents because I didn't go to, I didn't get to go to theirs, but I've just, unfortunately have been to so Mm. many funerals in my, within my family that it naturally came to me where every morning I would wake up and say, thank you for letting me wake up. Yeah. It, it wasn't until later that I realized that it all tied in with yeah. my gratitude and me, you know, part of my spiritual journey. Oh, absolutely. Um, and once you get good at those affirmations and understanding how it works, yeah. then that's when you can move on to different things. Like I am now at the point where I say I release any blockages that are preventing any money to come to me mm. or like little things like that. And I, it's same thing as the affirmation you feel what it feels like to release those blockages. Yeah. Um, no doubt. Believe it, it's already happening. Yeah. Oh, it's just so, it's been a wild journey. I feel like it's so much information all the time, like that I'm just like. You're just scratching the surface. Yes. We will never Never I'm like, I'm on my baby spiritual journey, yeah. but, um, you know, it's just something that I, I really feel so connected to myself when I'm consistently meditating and doing yoga yes. and, um, you know, doing, you know, dirt different like moon rituals and lighting incense. I mean, very small things, right. Like keeping crystals in my pockets, you know, when I'm out and And I think that it's something a few years ago, I would have like laughed in someone's face if they were like, I'm (laughs) I'm laughing something. Yes. I'm like, I hope that if someone, one of my friends was like, oh my God, wait, I need to grab my crystal. I need to put it in my pocket or like a crystal fell out of my friend's pockets. I'd be like, what the fuck is that? I'm laughing because I'm, I have a bunch of crystals and that is part of my Reiki healing. Not Mm. all, all Reiki healers are different. Everybody heals however they're called to heal. But I love healing with crystals. So I use crystals mm. all the time throughout my sessions. But um, I do carry crystals yeah. in my bag and stuff or in my pockets, depending what I'm really feeling in that moment. And my brother and my sister-in-law, <laughs> they sent me this video. I don't even know what movie it was. And I wish I knew. And I was freaking crying and how hard I was laughing because this girl went on a date with this guy. Yeah. And she was like, so what's your sign? <laughs> and I always stop it when I go on a date. Oh my astrology is very big with spirituality. Yeah. I always ask this question. I always ask, what's your sign? I'm a cancer. I get along with everybody. Yeah. And I'm very good at understanding their love language and how they Mm. work because I know a lot about it. But 
And then, so she asked this guy that, and then she, she's like, oh, hold on. She pulled out a little bag and with, she had like 10 crystals in there. She pulled it out. And my brother sent me that through Snapchat. He's like, oh, look, it's you in a movie. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> it was, I don't know. Oh my God. We talk about it all the time. Yeah. So funny. But you know what? Oh, just, you know, for future reference, because I lost my rose quartz and I carry mm. that thing. It's stuck to my body all the time and I lost it. And I recently saw, I don't remember where I saw it. It might've been TikTok. I don't know where I saw it. Maybe I read it. I don't mm. know. But anyways, the point is I figured out that do not freak out when you lose crystals. The reason why you lose them is because you no longer need them. <gasps> Shut up. So I lost my, my crystal probably like two, three months ago. And I use my rose quartz for self-love oh and my I lost God. it. And it makes complete sense because you I love yourself. Love, girl. Love, girl. Mm. It was great. Love yourself. So I stopped looking for it after that. Yes. You're like, like shit, I don't I need, need this. If I need it, I'll find it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. Just for future reference, if you have Okay, if crystal. I lose a crystal, don't cry. It's yeah, because, because I'm healed. <laughs> I'm like, well, shit, I'm good now. Yeah. We're good to go. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, I think I'm like, I could sit, I mean, I could sit and talk for another three hours, which I mean, we will, it just won't be recorded, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I don't think that I have, I don't think I have anything else really that I wanted to touch on for this, for this episode. Right. We've got, I have a million things that have come up from this that I'm like, oh my gosh, we could touch on this and this and this and this and this, but this was definitely something that I, I wanted to. I want to, you know, really explore and talk about all of the different avenues that I've taken to get to where I am and who I am. And this is something that has been, you know, I've recently in the last couple of years really just been diving into is like how to really tap into who I am and get to know myself on like the deepest level that I possibly can. I think you killed yourself way more than you understand because we, we attract people to our energy Mm. depending where we're at. Yeah. And we found each other. Yeah, we did. And the internet found us and put us together. There's no coincidence. Yeah. Like we met at this point in our lives where you're, newer on your journey, but you're very much doing all the stuff yeah. that I, that I currently do. Yeah. And you're doing it subconsciously, like not really thinking yeah. much of it. It's just naturally your spirits naturally telling right. you these things. Oh. I think that's pretty freaking amazing. You, you hear that guys? You, <laughs> you are amazing. <laughs> Thanks. If anyone doubts me, I had a fucking healer tell me that I'm amazing. So fuck all of you. <laughs> I know. Like yes, clicked, clicked instantly. We're talking about like know, yes. I'm an empath, so like what that means is like I I feel people's yeah. energy, and I am so protective of my energy. If anything yes. if you go any kind of way, I completely push away. Yeah, and with you, it's like oh, we could be together. Every yeah, time. I'm cool. Right? Oh, that's so yeah, that's so amazing. Oh my gosh, I love that. I know, I love that. I love you, and I'm just I'm so so glad that that we got yes, the chance yes. to do this ever since I met you from that first day, I was like, I'm going to do this podcast with her. I have to, I have to record her speak. I just, I, <laughs> I need to put her on the internet. I thought it was interesting because I've always wanted to do a podcast, but more for like motivational purposes yeah. and like spirituality and stuff. 
but I, I just never did it. Yeah. So when Surprise. You- <laughs> yes. Right. The subconscious yes, you did. You manifested me. Yes. I've been, the universe has been creating me over here on the side yes. for you. When I was ready. Hello. Oh my gosh. All right. I'm going to wrap up. Thank you everyone so much for listening. If you want any additional content or want to reach out to me, follow me on Instagram at remarkably underscore us. You can also check out my website, remarkablyus.com. For all my blogs, information, and episode links, all on how to live your most remarkable life possible. New episodes air every mm, Sunday. New blogs are posted-ish every Wednesday. (laughs) Feel free to reach out to me anytime with any questions. If you think this episode would help anyone, please share, be kind, and please never forget how wildly capable you are. Till next time. Bye.